What's up, guys? This is the Talking the Draft podcast. I'm your host, Connor Livesey, joined by my co-host tonight, Mark Schofield. Uh, we are joined by a very special guest tonight. We are pleased to be joined by Colorado State tight end Trey McBride. Trey, what's going on, man? How you doing? Doing well, guys. Thanks for having me on. Absolutely, bud. We are excited to talk to you. Um, I know you had a crazy week last week being in Indy. Kind of wanted to start there with you, man. Can you kind of just take us through the week at the Combine? Um, I know it's a hectic week for you, so just take us take us through it all and how that went for you. Yeah, like you said, it's a very hectic week, a very, you know, straining week, but something that uh, really enjoyed something I, you know, kind of a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity and something I really enjoyed being out there. Uh, you know, there's a, the medical part is very tedious and the, there's not a lot of fun involved with that. You know, you're sitting <laughs> at the hospital all day waiting for x-rays, MRIs, but, you know, you take away the medical part. It was a really cool experience. It was uh, got to meet with a ton of NFL teams, had the formal interviews where, you know, you meet with head coach, GM, position coach, coordinator, all that stuff. So that was really cool to kind of get dive into, to, you know, meetings and things with those guys. But for the most part, it was a really cool experience. I thought I had a good week and, you know, kind of was able to go and showcase who I was as a person and, and show them what I can do on the field as well. Trey, what's interesting, you also had a chance to go to the Senior Bowl and talking to some guys in Indianapolis last week, Carson Strong, for example, he talked about how combine was almost easier. Because Senior Bowl, you're practicing every day. You're, you're learning a playbook. Was that a similar experience for you, or was the combine a little bit more of a tougher week? No, I definitely would kind of agree with that. It's definitely a little easier because you don't have – it's not so much the physical part. You know, you have the one day where you're working out, but it's more of a mental thing. And, and in the Senior Bowl, you know, you got the practices, then you got the mental part of you got to learn a whole new playbook in that week. And then, you know, you add on the practices, the meetings, all that stuff kind of goes into it. It's a lot more stressful. Um, but I think the uh, the combine was really kind of easy going. You know, the medical right. stuff, a lot of sitting around, waiting around. But for the most part, it's just kind of – wanted to get to know you as a person, talk football, and then you have the one day of physical activity. But for the most part, it's just more of a mental thing there at the Combine. We were we were actually just talking about that on our last podcast we did, how the Combine's probably easier for you guys and the quarterbacks in general, just because there's so much timing involved with – you go to the Senior Bowl, you've never worked with these quarterbacks before, they've never worked with you guys. You're going one-on-ones against DBs. Like, they don't know how you run routes or your timing involved. In run. So it may, it's almost like it puts you guys in a bad spot because you could run a perfect route and the quarterback expects you to break that off, you know, a tenth of a second earlier and the ball's overthrown. And then it's, right. oh, did you run the right route? Or was that a bad throw? And it's just – it puts you guys in, I think, a less stressful environment because it's just, you know, you're doing it against air. You know the routes that are being run. It's kind of just – Hey, run the route, route crisp and, you know, do your, do your thing. And I thought you did a really good job of that. I think the, the fluidity you did all the drills in um, really showed out. And I think it kind of, you know, it, it had a lot of people talking about how good of a workout you had. Yeah, no, that was a, that was kind of, I agree with that. You know, it's very different when you go to the senior bowl, you kind of have to build that um, connection pretty quick and, and kind right. of figure that out with, with who you're working with. And then, you know, the combine, you just kind of go out there, Hey, run a, corner route break it 10 yards so everyone kind of knows what you're doing there's no really adjustment they just have to throw it to where you're running um so that kind of makes everything easier but yeah definitely two different experiences but both um you know very grateful i was part of you uh oh go ahead connor i was gonna say you you mentioned the uh formal interviews with coaches gms i know it's kind of tough to disclose the teams you talk to but I always like asking this question because it's always talked about in the mainstream media. 
did you get any of the crazy questions? Do you have to do any crazy, you know, drills or anything, play, play basketball with a high school, uh, a head coach or anything crazy? No, uh, you know, I, I was nervous as heck, you know, never really know what to expect going into those meetings and what they're going to ask you, what they want you to do. So going into all these meetings, I was super nervous, not really knowing what to expect, but really all of, um, you know, I had like 10 to 15 formal interviews. So they were all really pretty straightforward. Um, you know, just really wanted to talk ball and, uh, most of all, just kind of get to know you, uh, you know, who you are as a person and, and what your knowledge of football is. You know, Trey, in recent years, we've kind of seen tight ends, you know, struggle a bit, you know, because you're used differently at the college level and you get asked to do some new stuff for you at, at, on Sundays. But, you know, watching you on film, you're somebody that lines up in line. You're asked to do a lot from a blocking perspective. Do you think that puts you in a position to be able to step into an NFL offense on day one and be ready to go? Yeah, you know, I think my head coach prepared me um, – with the offense that we ran, I think that he really got me prepared. We run an NFL offense. Um, you know, we run the same run scheme, same – everything run-wise is the same as what an NFL team is going to run. So that really kind of put the load on me early in my career to where I know I'm going to have to block defensive ends. I know I'm going to have to reach block them, down block, whatever it's going to be. I'm going to have to do that yeah. and have to be yeah. successful at it because or else the offense isn't going to run. So pretty much kind of helped me and, and – really showed me the technique and the tools and really got me some early practice in my career to where I can kind of jump in. And I think I'll kind of have a little head start on other people to where I can, I can fit into these offenses a little bit better. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's fun evaluating the tight end position because you have so many different guys nowadays you have your, you know, your pretty much big slots, you know, a guy like Kyle Pitts last year, who not a lot of people saw him as a guy who could come in and, and make a difference in the running game with his blocking um, but the threat he could be as a receiver. And like Mark kind of mentioned, you're a guy who can do both. How much of that was something that you wanted to sell to? I mean, obviously they watch you on tape, they see it, but how big is it for you to go into the senior bowl, the combine and sell yourself as like, I'm the you know complete tight end. I can stay, you know, I can, I can run block on first down. I can run routes on third down. Was that a big thing for you kind of going in that I'm not just a, you know, a blocker. I'm not just a receiver. I can do both of those things at a high level. Yeah, no, absolutely. I think that's what really separates me from a lot of, uh, you know, other tight ends in this class is I'm very versatile. I'm a guy who really can can do it all. I can go and catch the ball. Obviously, I led, you know, the country in receptions last year. I also am, was the only guy really attached last year in, in this tight end class, a guy who's consistently attached, a guy who's always at the point of attack on the run block. So really a guy who who, uh, you know, has, has was, you know, had to do a lot of things in my offense, but something that I'm, I'm confident that I'm able to do and, and not be that one dimensional player. I feel like I want to be, uh, as versatile as I possibly can. And I really think that's, what's going to set me apart from other tight ends in this class. Are there tight ends that you watch that you study, like guys you'll turn tape on and say, you know, I like the way this guy plays the position. I like the way this guy approaches the blocking part of the position. Are there guys that you study that you try to model your game after? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. There's so many, so many great tight ends in the NFL right now. And really so many guys that do so many things differently that are, that do it really well. You know, George Kittle's a guy who run blocks very well. He's a guy who's very, efficient in the run blocking but is also a complete guy who can go and catch ball so someone I really model my game around but you know there's Mark Andrews who is a really a true tight end too that that really catches the ball well and and you know doesn't struggle in the run game either so a really a complete guy um 
so the, you know those are a couple of guys that I really admire and, and guys that I you know try to watch and take things from because they're both very successful tight ends in the league right now. I'll take you back a couple of years now. You know, we see you make a lot of big plays at Colorado State. You were a big guy in basketball and baseball as a high school athlete, right? Yeah. So what was it? You're just so much better at football. Is that why you chose football? Or was that a, a decision that came down to make, you know, like what, what, what led you to football being good at all three sports? Yeah. You know, I think you know, I really excelled in all three and, and had the opportunity to play division one in all three. I, I really had the option. Really? So, but ultimately just decided uh, my love for football was better. I, my passion, I, I really cared about it more. Um, really loved the nastiness, the physicality of it that, you don't really get in the other two sports. Um, but most of all, you know, I really enjoyed those other two sports I played. Uh, you know, growing up, I think that was key to, to really enhance all of my sports was, you know, the hand-eye coordination in baseball, the, the you know, sharing the ball in, in basketball, trying to use your teammates to get, you know, all of that really correlates to football to where catching the ball, you use your hand-eye coordination and, you know, just wrestling around with my brothers and stuff. Like all that stuff really comes full circle and, and um and, and really helps me in, in football nowadays is playing those three sports for sure. You know, Trey, you see like high school kids and even younger kids these days, there's, I mean, I see with my son, he's 10 and there's a lot of specialization. It's like, I'm going to play baseball and I'm going to play it year round. As somebody with that multi-sport background, do you think it's important for kids to play different sports, work different skill sets, and then eventually settle on the one that you like to play the most like you did? Yeah, no, I think, you know, my personal experience, that really helped me a lot. It really, you know, where I was from, uh, we didn't really have the option to really play all year round um, like there is nowadays being from the small town I was from. But really, no, I, I love playing football. And then, you know, when football was coming to an end, I, I loved when basketball was coming around. And then when basketball was there, I loved every second of basketball and didn't want it to end. And then when it finally ended, it was baseball season. So really just kind of gave me something to do all year round. But truthfully, you know, I, I think – playing one sport when you're a young kid all year round, you really get burnt out on that sport and you really kind of lose the love for the game. And, yeah. and I was just so excited for football to come back around or baseball to come back around when it ended. So it was just one of those things where I love playing the other sports. I really think it enhanced my career and really made me a better player. But, um, you know, I recommend, you know, playing as many sports as you can because you really take different tools from each sport. You talked a little bit about basketball and like kind of how that correlates to the football field. Um, I mean, you've seen guys recently get drafted or signed uh, out of college without playing football. Mo Ali Cox was a guy at VCU who just played basketball. Um, Rico Gathers was a guy who got drafted in the uh, day three a couple of years ago who didn't have a football background um, in college. What do you think, like, obviously it's probably more when you were younger, but like growing up, like, What's the things that you do in basketball, you learn in basketball that make you better or make that that like correlation between the two such a big thing nowadays? Well, I think basketball is a physical sport as much as it's really not. You, you, there's a lot of contact in it. And, and most of all, I think the being a team guy and being a, you know, a team player um, in basketball is huge. You know, you got to share the basketball. You got to use your teammates to get open. You got to set picks for one another. So you really got to use your teammates and, and kind of bounce off them. But ultimately I think that, and, and just being a team player and, and most of all the, you know, the little physicality that there is in basketball, that that's definitely going to help. But there's those big, big athletes, the guys that are, you know, six foot five that are athletic. Um, that's hard to find. And that's where you really find a lot of those basketball guys 
and just to bring them over and try to transition them into a, a football player, I, I feel like is, is tough to do that late, but definitely possible. Right. In terms of what the NFL needs from tight ends, if you were going about sort of putting together like the ideal NFL tight end, like, like what traits would you look for? Like, are there, you know, Travis Kelsey's ability after the catch, George Kittle's block ability, like build the perfect NFL tight end for us, if you would. Yeah. You know, I think um, really a, a complete tight end, a guy who can really do it all, a guy who you can bring in that's big enough that can block a guy who's, you know, big enough to where he can move defensive ends and be a, a you know, threat in your run game, a guy at the point of attack, but, but also a guy who is fast enough, quick enough to where he can beat, you know, man coverage. He can be one-on-one and, and make those deep threats downfield. So, so really to me, a guy that is a, a complete guy, not a guy who is going to be playing only receiver, only blocking a guy who really can do it both and can score in the red zone, things like that. So to me, that's what a perfect tight end is. And, and that's kind of what I try to model my game around. You, um, you know, obviously in 2020, COVID kind of took over college football and obviously it cut your season short. How tough was that for you? And obviously the rest of the guys on the team, I know, Coming into the draft, there's so much about how you handle adversity, how you come back after you've been knocked down, all that. How big was that 2020 COVID year and how tough was it to kind of rebound from that? Yeah, no, very difficult. You know, uh, not sure if you're going to have a season and then finally having a season and and then half your games get canceled and you're just week to week, you're, you're practicing all week, getting ready to play and then game time rolls around, your game gets canceled. I mean, that was tough. It was a really difficult year, uh, a year that, you know, I remember um, it was like you just wanted it to be over as much right. as, you know, it just kind of sucked every every part of it. You just wanted to play football and uh, all those opportunities kept getting taken away from you. So that was very difficult. And, uh, you know, having a decision whether I wanted to stay or leave after that that's, season was very difficult as well. You know, not sure um, if leaving after four games was the best idea. I, you know, obviously decided to stay one more year and I think it really worked out for me. But. I mean, that was difficult too, but that whole COVID year and not being able to play all season was, was very tough. And then having to come back that next year and, and try to, you know, bounce back was, was, was very difficult, but really, I think it, it, everything happens for a reason and right. um, we're here now. So. Yeah. And that's, that was actually going to be my next question is how, you know, cause watching you last year, you know, previous before the draft, you're kind of like, all right, Trey McBride, you know, probably a guy who's going to look at coming out this year you know, a year early and going to the draft. And obviously that that happened and it had to have been a tough decision for you and the, the family and everything to figure out, okay, am I going to come back? You know, am I going to come out of the draft after a, four or five games or go back? So I was going to ask you how how tough of a decision that was, but he kind of explained that it wasn't an easy one. Yeah, no, definitely um, definitely a very tough decision and, and really weighed on it with a lot of um, important people in my life, a lot of people that I trust and, and – you know, talk to a lot of guys who have played in the NFL, my coaches, you know, really bounced ideas off a lot of people, but ultimately uh, decided to come back there. There were some things at Colorado State I hadn't accomplished yet, some individual goals, some team goals, different things like that. And ultimately um, wanted another year of development there at Colorado State. So came back and, and really, uh, you know, didn't look back at all. Just wanted to make the most of the year I came back. And I, I think I had a really good year and, and really helped myself. Trey, I'm going to cheat and ask you to do my job for a second. In a couple of weeks, USA Today is going to have me write your draft profile, and they're going to ask me for your NFL player comparison. And so if you were me, who would you put next to that NFL player comparison for you? 
Uh, to me, I, I think George Kittle, really truthfully, I think a guy who's nasty physical in the run game, but a, really a complete tight end, a guy who really does it all um, and someone that uh, I think I play very similar to, you know, kind of an underdog like him. He was a fifth round draft pick, uh, you know, things like that to where um, I have a lot of similarities with him. Awesome. Thanks. I made my job a little easier. I appreciate it. <laughs> I'm going to help Mark's job a little bit easier too. He, he said he's got to write the scouting report. So in a scouting report, you got your pros, you got your cons, you know, you got like an overall summary. Go ahead and give us kind of which, I mean, we, we know what you offer, but for people listening and to help make job, Mark's job really easy, just go ahead and give yeah, us man. the full, like, Hey, what, what, what am I going to bring to an NFL team? And what are some things maybe I need to improve on over these next couple months and throughout the rookie season? Yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, you know, uh, what you're getting with me is a, a confident, a, a leader, um, and a, most of all, a competitor, a sure-handed guy who, who's going to catch the ball when the ball's thrown to him. Uh, and, and, you know, most of all, just a tough competitor, gritty, nasty, physical dude who, who really can be a threat in the run game. Like I said, a guy who can, you know, move defensive ends back, you know, ha cause havoc in the run game, but will also go and, and uh, um, but most of all, you're getting a, a, a guy who off the field, you're not going to have any issues with a guy who really does everything the right way, um, tries to tries to lead by example and really, you know, tries to be the, as perfect as they possibly can. But but most of all, you're getting a sure handed competitor. Um, but, you know, some things that I could definitely improve on is really just fine tuning every part of my game, just really trying to make sure everything's as crisp as it possibly can be knowing um, there's not a lot of room for error at this next level and trying to be as perfect you know whether that's hand placement top of the routes whatever it could be just trying to be as perfect and, and precise as you possibly can be because there's no room for error cool I got one more football question and then one question I just like to ask guys before we get out of here football question is if you're the offense coordinator it's third and seven Super Bowl we're going to Trey McBride what route are you running and kind of take me through how you, you know, man coverage, take me through that route and how you kind of set the DB up or the linebacker up to get open on that route. What's your favorite routes to run and how do you get open on them? Yeah. You know, I think a, a route I was very successful on this past year was just like a, a 10 yard out that I, I ran a, a, a ton. So, you know, I, I picture myself in the slot, there's a receiver outside of me, you know, for instance, if it's man, to man um, we're both, you know, the outside guys running a go outside release to get that corner to look away. But most of all, it's going to be man-to-man -man with probably a safety or, or some kind of nickel linebacker. And, and you know, I'm going to, you know, maybe press. I'm going to get him off the ball, get on his outside edge, really drive him up to 10 yards, and then I'm going to speed cut it at 10 yards, you know, get some separation at the top of the route, and I'm catching the ball at the sideline for, uh, for probably, you know, a 12-yard gain or so. Um, that's going to be an easy conversion, but something I'm very successful on and, and something I'm confident I can win on every time. For sure. for sure. Yeah, that sh shows up on tape a lot, too. Um, last thing I got, Mark, you got anything you can add before I ask? So. I'm all set. So Okay. Trey, off the field. I like getting to know you guys. So I'm off the field. What, what, like, what do you do in your free time? What do you like spending your time on um, outside of putting on the helmet and playing football? Who's Trey McBride? Yeah, no, I, I'm, a, I'm a guy who really enjoys being around my family. Um, I enjoy – really close with my family. I, I also played a, a ton of video games, so I love playing video games, but uh, really recently got into reading. Um, so, you know, if I'm not working out, you know, doing anything football related, I'm probably 
reading, hanging out with my family or, or playing video games. You're, you're probably going to see me doing one of those. So, <laughs> All right. Well, you open the door then. So what game are you playing right now? You know, lately, so I have a, I built my own computer. So oh, I, there uh, we go. So yeah, like I, I really got into it. Love doing it. Um, so I have a really nice computer. So lately I've been playing uh, League of Legends is a very popular game that I've been playing a little bit lately. Um, and then I play like Call of Duties with my buddies, Rocket League, just, a, you know, some other games. But I really dabble with a lot of different games. Um, so it just depends on what I'm feeling that day. OK, so so where where you drop it in Verdansk? Where do you like to drop best? <laughs> you know, we uh, we would go. um we would always go to uh, – I'm trying to think of what it was called. It's been a while. We, we've been playing Rebirth lately, which is okay. really kind of respawn. So uh, yeah. I'm trying to think of where we would land at. at because Verdansk, if, if we were feeling feisty, we'd drop at Superstore. Yeah, see, Superstore is a little bit nutty. Yeah. yeah, no, that's that's something you'll regret usually because there's so many people that go there. But yeah. lately it's been Rebirth and and uh, a lot of League of Legends as of, as of lately. So Awesome. Love it. Trey, I appreciate the time, man. It was a lot of fun, and uh, we're really looking forward to kind of following. When's your pro day? Uh, March 30th. Okay, you going to do anything at your pro day? Yeah, I'm going to run my 40. Uh, I didn't run my 40 at the combine, so I'll, I'll be running that there at the pro day. Okay, good good deal. We'll uh, we'll be following along for that and then be here before you know it. So I know it's going to yes. be a, a fun slash very stressful couple months, you know, month and a half for you, but we'll uh, we'll be looking forward to follow along on the journey and uh, really looking forward to see where you end up come April. Yeah, me too, man. I'm, I'm juiced up. So thanks for having me on and I'll, uh, I'll talk to you soon. Absolutely. Thanks, Trey. Thanks, Trey. Yeah, take care, guys. See you.